There it is. There we are. Here it is. There it is. We're here. It is Christmas week. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, this will be our... What, five days? Five days of Christmas? If that's what it is on the calendar. what it is, yes. Yeah. Five days. Yeah, that's right. It's the last show of the year for Lancaster Connect. Sorry. You're gonna ha- you're gonna go through your Christmas break without this amazing duo. Yeah, but I mean, it's really only missed one episode. That's all it's gonna that's be. All it's all it's gonna be just one week. But the people need Lancaster Connects. You know what they can do though? Watch the old episode. Watch the old episode. You can binge watch us. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Some people binge Netflix. You know, right? Binge watch Lancaster yes. Connects. Well, thanks for watching. Our show, Lancaster Connects, the show about small business and small charity success in Lancaster County. We showcase the battle on Main Street, big versus small, David versus Goliath, and really look to highlight uh, what's happening here in your backyard from a small business perspective and charity perspective. Uh, We've been very focused on giving this month. Uh, I think the large part of our guests this month have been all charity focused. Rolling into the new year, they're all charity focused as well because uh, it's important. We began this show... Uh, out of the need, well, not the need, but the belief that it's good to support the community that supports us. So that's why we're here. That's why Lancaster Connects exists, and uh, we're happy you're watching. So we do prizes on the show, and we're going to continue to give away some restaurant gift cards that we have. So comments, comments in the show get you in to win. Should In the season of giving, should we give away two prizes? Sure. Two, two gift cards? Double? Sure. So we get Let's this. Do that. Yeah. See, the produ- producer Chris loves this. He loves when we throw curveballs. <laughs> two prizes. That means the two two spins of the prize later yes. at the end of the show. What Double the, the fun. Person wins. Yeah, he, I guess he gave the confetti yes, blast, so he approves. So it's all good. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. So yeah, comments on the show. So you just type in, "Hey, love this," or you know, we have Brad Peterson from Power Packs on today, and uh, if there's a way you feel compelled to help them, comment, connect. Uh, but commenting gets you into the contest, into the prize later at the end of the show. Smash the love button, as uh, producer Chris will put on the screen here momentarily. Yeah, my little, my the little, my hands. I've broken my hands <laughs> so many times. Upside down heart. <laughs> I've broken. They don't work. I've broken my hands so many times as a younger man riding dirt bikes that. Well, at least you were doing they, something cool. They just don't work. So yeah, we're we're trying to make the love thing on. Facebook, because actually in Zuckerberg world, hitting the the heart reaction, love reaction actually helps us out. And it's like literally one little slide of your cursor over. So From please, the thumbs up to hit, the heart. Yeah, hit that love button. Uh, we throw this out on uh, YouTube, on Facebook of our Gardeners channel and our YouTube channels on both Lancaster Connects and for Gardeners. Or if you want to real easy, you can binge watch those episodes LancasterConnects.com forward slash episodes. Lancaster Connects and chill. That's not what it is. It's a family show, Benjamin. That's true. <laughs> it's also on our LinkedIn pages. Our producer it Hank hooked it up on our LinkedIn it is. pages. So it is. It. Yep. That's another place you can catch the Lancaster Connects podcast. It is. So uh, how was your weekend? Was it good? It was good. Well, you know, our employees... <laughs> Who are on vacation oh, are now right. back yeah, today. Geez, that's right. So you and I spent all day Friday. It was like old times. All day Saturday. Got the band back together. Got the band back together. We played beautiful music. <laughs> played with a bunch of pillows, had a pillow fight, right? You know, um, 
No, you know, it was, it was cool. It was cool to be in the store together. Um, yep. We were happy to have our employees back. But, you know, it was my, my highlight of the weekend. And I, I should have sent uh, producer Chris this picture. But and, and if he wants to pull up the website, he can. Oh, we got a comment. Our first contest entry. Thank you, Abigail. Um, there's a cookie company in Lancaster, and they would be a great guest. They're called Taylor Chip. They make incredible cookies. And th these cookies are like, no joke, they're like the size of my head. They're, they're gigantic cookies. They're probably like $8 cookies. I don't know, but they're, they're fantastic. So my neighbor got some, some boxes of cookies for other neighbors. I guess we're an okay neighbor. So they felt compelled to like, you know, give us a, a little box of cookies. There we go. So these cookies. Look how excited he gets. I'm, I'm, and, and, the, and, are they gluten-free? They were gluten-free. So, oh. like, they make gluten. And, like, you couldn't tell. I mean, I, I couldn't tell if they were You know what else is about this size? Art? No. Uh, lettuce. Which is <laughs> what you should be eating. No, no, no. For your better health. Says maybe, me. They, maybe they have a salad cookie. I don't know. But, like, uh, so in, in my box were, were three, and I had to share it with the, the family, but there were three chocolate chip cookies and three peanut butter cookies. And there was, like a layer of peanut butter in the middle of this cookie like this. It was the most unbelievable cookie I have ever had. Ben is like... I like am as right excited now. as you've ever seen me. <laughs> you're like a little kid on Christmas that like unwrapped... <laughs> it was, like unwrapped Megatron the Transformer as like a kid. The first Sugar Bowl Bully I ever had, I had this same reaction. So, uh -huh. uh, Taylor Chip Cookie... Um, uh, it's an unbelievable cookie, and and I think they'd be a fantastic guest. But thank you to my neighbor, my taste buds, much appreciated. And I think I gained five pounds. I, I, you know, the camera shows gained yeah. some weight. Yeah. So yeah. that was that was uh, that was my excitement getting home Saturday night. How about you? I well, yeah. So I worked with this guy, and uh, I wasn't this excited. Yeah, on Saturday was, all day. He, we we had fun. We cleaned up. The fill station pillows. Uh, by the way, if you don't know what a fill station pillow is, it's like build a bear for pillows. Mm -hmm. All right. And we have new shapes coming, like side sleeping shapes, body wrap shapes. Uh, if you have shoulder problems, a shoulder, what I would call a huggy pillow, a proper huggy pillow. Now I'm getting excited. Um, <laughs> we have them forthcoming. Right? They, 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 the FedEx guy might walk in with them while we're on the show. So we're, we're kind of recommitting to the Build-A-Bear for Pillows fill station to make pillows. You'll love them. They uh, come with a five-year guarantee. If they go flat, we refluff them for you. If you need more fill, you just buy a pound of fill, which is a few dollars. And um, really kind of like the last pillow you'll buy for the most part. Um, there we go. Oh, wow. Oh That's a throwback wow. pillow. That's a throwback. That? He did Google Images. I'm like, goodness. We're so cool. We take up like a whole page of results. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> there we are. That, Phil that Station in Tennessee, right? Well, and we highlighted Arthur there on yeah. the right of your screen. He's the inventor of Phil Station. Yeah. Great guy. But anyway, Phil Station's exciting. Ben got a whole bunch of latex fluff in his face <laughs> as a result of it. It was rather funny. It was. It was. Uh, but we won't uh, mess your pillow up. We'll make you a nice one. Um, and then uh, Sunday, I uh, we did the ring doorbell. Well, the blank doorbell at home. Oh, you set that all up? I set it all up. It's pretty much fun. And uh, we did a perimeter as well. And um, I was able to get my kid coming home last night. Because they have you can talk. Like each camera has got a microphone and, and can hear. So I was able to pull up on my phone the camera. And then I just got him. Like, so 
Stop right there, I said. <laughs> See, I thought, you know, I, I knew that they recorded sound, but I didn't know that you could actually, you know, go the other way. You can say, hey, step back, or hey, put the box there. Not that we would demand the Amazon person or something like that, but... <laughs> I, I have a question for you. I yeah. saw some gingerbread houses online. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was Which, just right. We made gingerbread houses. So I... Um, Steph, your wife, put five different pictures on there, numbered them, and and uh, re- was requesting votes yeah. on the number one. Yeah. I voted for number five. You voted for me. This yeah, that's what I thought. This isn't supposed that's to happen right now, but I play to win. <laughs> and uh, vote, you know, if you happen to know me personally and are on my personal Facebook or my wife's Facebook, vote for number five because that oh, was me. So the voting is still going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vote for me. And uh, I'm going to put my kids to sleep on this one. I'm going to win because they were razzing me the whole time about my flamingo camper. No, I thought it was, it was awesome. so cool. It was it was retro and unique, like gingerbread house. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, every house I'm looks the same. Everybody does like the box and the triangle. You you like crafted uh, uh, an old school RV had wheels. Well, you're giving me a lot of credit. They bought the RV kit. But I decorated it. Well, I'm, I'm like change my vote now. No, it's five. Vote five. <laughs> Votes in. They're locked. Anyway, um, we have a guest today. We have a guest. We have some announcements quick, and then we'll we'll bring Brad on. Uh, still ongoing Christmas light show at Clipper Stadium. All right, the Clipper folks uh, I know have actually helped power packs out in the past. There was a whole power pack filling day, at least one day that I recall. I'm sure there's been more, but Christmas light show is still going on, and in fact. Yes, if you want lights on Christmas, you may go. So if after you open your Christmas presents and you've had your Christmas ham and you're looking for some enjoyment, you can catch lights at the Christmas light show. Uh, Do you want to talk about... uh, Yeah, Why why don't you talk about... Since you're so into the food, you can talk about this gentleman. So uh, back in the old podcast days, uh, we talked about some food trucks from time to time. Uh, this truck, Holy Smoked Meats, they were one of the most, I, I think, creative uh, food truck names. Holy Smoked Meats, they, um, from December 20th to the 23rd, from 1130 to 730, they are going to be at 138 East Main Street in New Holland, which is in the parking lot behind Tannery Antiques. Um, let me just, just listen to this food rundown. Pork sandwich with mac and beans. Brisket sandwich with mac and beans. Holy smoked burger with fries, right? Fully loaded nachos, fries, mac and cheese. And of course, uh, any of those things can be topped with pulled pork, nacho cheese, salsa, jalapenos, and barbecue sauce. Uh, I would definitely recommend checking out their Facebook page, uh, giving them a like and a follow and a heart smash, right? Um, But definitely check them out um, between now and today, right? Today and uh, the 23rd, 1130 to 730, they are going to be at 148 East that is a, uh, That's a proud meat trailer right there. I like it. There it is. Yeah. Holy smoke meats. Go check them out. Well, holy smokes, we're going to introduce our guest, Brad Peterson. How you doing, guys? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Well, you are the executive director for the Power Packs Project, and uh, we're a fan of yours, and uh, you've been so kind. One thing we forgot in our announcements you were so kind to make a few connections to uh, the others in the community. So because of you, we have Ann Williams from Lancaster City Alliance, who will be joining us again for a second go-round. 
of Lancaster Connects on the 3rd, Kate and Risa from Aaron's Acres on the 10th, and Rod Rod Redkay from Real Life Community Services on the 17th. And the mayor of Denver also for Rod, so there you go. Oh, there cool. you go. Well, that's good. <laughs> How long has he been the mayor in Denver? Because if he, if he was the mayor of Denver when I was a young man, we might have to... <laughs> We might have to have a different conversation. <laughs> you, might, you can wear a mask or a Well, thanks for your support of the show and being a guest. Uh, we're going to pay the bills real quick with a sleep better tip. And we'll have you right back on to talk about all the great things you're doing at Power Packs. All right. You're still doing the sleep tips. I am. So I'm going to throw another curveball to producer Chris. So we, along with the sleep better book, which we will mail you, have a sleep better challenge. And I believe the website off the top of my head, it's been a very busy day here at Camp Gardeners. Uh, we've been going nonstop since the morning, but you can get the book by going to gardenersmattressandmore.com forward slash sleep dash better. If you were to put that same website into your browser and then type sleep dash better dash challenge, you actually unlock a secret code and we do a 30-day better sleep better challenge where each day you're going to get text messages and helpful tips on how to keep that routine going. There it is. Chris knocks them out of the park. Uh, so this whole challenge below is about reinforcing all the great habits, all the great additions to your sleep routine that come along with the book. We're going to track and measure things. And um, those five things on your screen right there no caffeine after two, no laptop, cell phone in bed, sleep 90-minute intervals, and go to bed and wake up at the same time um, each night and morning. So when we track those five things, uh, just in and of itself, you're going to improve your sleep. So if you are up to the challenge, um, you can go to gardenersmattressandmore.com forward slash sleep dash better dash challenge. And that will get you into the challenge. It's a great challenge. I pulled that one out of my back pocket just now. <laughs> it has been a busy day. We had a big thinking meeting and my brain is, we had like a three hour long production meeting for our uh, forthcoming. forthcoming studio <laughs> quality production. And uh, it was a big thinking meeting. Like my brain is like, that'll be the biggest thing to hit the big screen since Spider-Man 10 or I mean, it's, right now. I'm, I'm just saying like Matrix Revelations, mm -hmm. Star Wars. No, no. Then our thing and everything else. And then Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 Oh, uh, Abigail wants the uh, URL. Chris, are you able to put that on the screen there? He's like, slow your roll, yeah. Ben. You're throwing the curveball. There it is. Yep. There you go. There you go, Abigail. Gardenersmattressandmore.com forward slash sleep dash better dash challenge. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. So testimonial portion. Uh, I'm going to highlight a testimonial that references uh, a lot of the customers we actually worked with uh, firsthand this weekend. You know, this week between our leading up to Christmas and, of course, the week leading up to uh, Thanksgiving holidays. These are big travel holidays. And you might have some extra guests in the home that uh, you might not have a place for them to sleep. Or you have an extra bedroom, or maybe the kid moved out of the house and you, they took the mattress with you. But 
with them, but now you need a mattress for this guest coming. And often we get people that are like, I need it tomorrow. I need it today. Right. So, uh, you know, most of what we, uh, most people that come in here are looking for their master bedroom. And of course we can help anyone wake up happy, uh, every morning, but we can also help the guests wake up happy. Um, and we are happy to show everything from the lowest end price through luxury and in between. We've got a lot of great quality guest bedroom mattresses. Um, this particular uh, uh, guest bedroom shopper uh, says that we were content, Andy in this particular case, was content to show me guest bedroom quality mattresses with no pressure to buy up. Because a lot of stores you walk into, you say you want a bed from the guest bedroom and you're looking to spend $400, let's say. Well, that store is trying to sell you a $1,000 mattress or $1,500 mattress. Now, we will show you exactly what you're looking for. And she actually chose to buy up anyway, she references. She chose to, to buy a, a slightly better mattress based on you know, the, the benefits that that mattress was providing. Um, so the point is twin, full, queen. We've got some great closeout deals, which we'll mention uh, at the end of the show. Uh, but we can help anybody with any of their guest bedroom needs for the last minute guests coming up. We do have some slots on our delivery calendar left, probably like Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Um, but a lot of great mattresses you can load up in your vehicle, rolled in a box, take it with you sort of thing. That's right. Cash and carry. That's right. And the level of your purchase sometimes tells us how much you like your guests and maybe not. <laughs> or, or, how long yeah, you want right. them to stay. How long do you want them to stick around? <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, if you want to tell your guests you got a new mattress, we'll get you one. And then we can, like, you know, make it really firm and overly firm where they leave sooner if that's what you want. So share with us, like, you know, just how long you want them to stay and we'll help dial that in too. <laughs> so if you'll really love them and want them around, we'll, we'll, we'll get you something really, really nice so they stick. But yep. if you want them in and out quick, uh, we can help we you can with that, that too. Anyhow, Brad, we're going to welcome you back on the show. I'm sure Brad's the kind of, kind of gentleman who loves, loves all the guests that might come to stay in his house. I do love all the guests that come to stay. Yes. They can stay as long as they want. There we go. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, so why don't we just jump right in with how and why Power Pack's project began? So back in 2005, a woman named Joan Espenshade was volunteering uh, at Carter McRae Elementary here in the city. And Monday mornings, she kept witnessing students lining up at the nurse's office didn't know why. So finally, after a couple of weeks of this happening, she asked, and the response she got was because kids hadn't eaten over the weekend and they had a bellyache. Now, let that sink in for a second. Um, needless to say, she was appalled, as we all should be, and she knew she couldn't just let that happen. So she put together what she likes to call a kitchen table committee friends, family members, people she went to church with, and they sat down and at, at her kitchen table and figured out what they could do about this. They started out um, going out to local grocery stores, Giant or Wise or Stauffer's, wherever, and buying food for 14 families at Carter and McRae. And that's, that's how Power Packs began. Uh, last year, Power Packs distributed over 400,000 meals. So from that humble beginning, fourteen to four hundred thousand. That, that's where that's where we've grown to. Yes, 
Well, and it, it isn't the lesson isn't the lesson there or the takeaway there right away for anybody watching or listening that the hardest part's the start, but once you get going, it can take off, especially yeah. if it's something great like what we're talking about here today. Yeah, yeah. Sixteen years later, um, and Joan is still very actively involved. She's retired now. Uh, she still sits on our board. Um, you know what? What she started has grown into something that the community has embraced, both in the families that we serve and the people who support us. And it's um, provided such a great, great uplifting spirit to so many people. You know, we're talking this time of year where, you know, it, it's about giving and Power Packs has given back to the community so much by providing this food to people who are struggling. You know, a lot of people don't, don't realize one in six kids here in Lancaster County are food insecure, which means they don't know where their next meal is coming from. And we're here to help. That's what Power Packs does. We're here to help families fill that meal gap. Uh, we're, we work directly with schools. We're in nine school districts in Lancaster County, five in Lebanon County, over 70 school sites. What we do is we have liaisons in the schools. They help us enroll families, families who are eligible, the kids who are eligible for free and reduced uh, lunches and breakfasts. And they enroll and they can enroll for a week or they can enroll for the whole school year. We're just here to help them put food on the table as much as they need it, whether that's a short time or a long time. And we, we want to empower families. That's our mission. We want to empower families to eat healthier. And what we do every week is kids get a box of food to either take home themselves or the families come pick it up at all the school sites. Um, and I won't get into all the details, but volunteers are essential in this whole model that we have. And we can talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, we will for sure. Um, but we, we, and what makes us different than, than just a normal food pantry is we don't just give food. We give all the ingredients for a recipe we provide to the families. I love that part. I really do. And we really try to encourage them to prepare this meal together and sit down as a family and have the meal together to strengthen that family dynamic. That's what I love. Yeah. And because, you know, we, we want to make families stronger, stronger families mean stronger communities. It makes it, it's a, it's a better place to live, work and play for all of us. And we want to educate them on how they can eat healthier, how they can eat better. One thing that we do when we give them the recipe is we give them food tips on food storage, food prep, you know, maybe maybe there's foods they don't understand that we're giving them, what, what they can do with that. And we also tell them what the cost of those ingredients would be if they went to the grocery store to buy it. We try to keep that to about five to six dollars to prove to them that they can eat a healthy meal for the cost of less than what it would be to go buy fast food. Nothing wrong with fast food. We all do it. But, you know, but try to empower them to eat healthier and make better, better food choices. Well, but the re I mean, the reality is if you're still affecting I, that family meal, I, I'm assuming that's for four people. Yes. Is that, is that about what? Okay. I mean, five, six bucks. I mean, even $7 as, as we'll talk about inflation of prices uh, of food. But I mean, it used to be you could get a few Happy Meals for that, maybe two. But now I, I don't I don't know that that even covers it anymore. Maybe one. And, and, and yeah, fast food, it, it's a way to get a bunch of calories 
maybe not the best calories, but a bunch of calories uh, inexpensively. But, but you know, it is better to eat healthier. And the family dynamic is great. I mean, uh, we'll talk about COVID and how it impacted you and continues. But I think the one I always try to find, I don't always, I can do a better job of finding the silver lining and things. But one thing out of COVID, I know in our family is we got back to uh, family meals and cooking at home and sitting down together far more often. Uh, that to me was very special out of that very terrible time. Uh, so I'm like, to me, when I saw that that's what you do, I just love that that's part of the program. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and you know, and we're, we're built around trying to get kids through the weekend. So we give them this meal and, and, Jeff, you, you asked, so, you know, a family of four gets four or less gets a box. If you're five or more, you get two. So you get double. So there's enough there for everyone. Um, you know, but we give them the meal to get through the weekend, but then they also get like a box of cereal. They'll get some, you know, snacks, like a healthy snack, like raisins or granola or something like that. A jar of peanut butter, maybe some canned, you know, non-perishable, some canned veggies, things like that. So there's more there too. So, you know, they have the meal to put together, but then there's also other things to help them get through till Monday morning when the kids go back to school. We want them going back to school fed and ready to learn. We want those kids to be able to, to succeed in school and, 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 and do well so that they can be productive then when they get out of school and take some of these, these tips that they've learned from us, hopefully, these life skills around food with them when they leave the home. Brad, you, you've used the word, the term food insecurity. Um, how do you define food insecurity? What does that, what does that mean? And, and, and how does it happen for these families? Food insecurity is basically defined as someone that doesn't know where their next meal may be coming from. It's, it's that simple. Um, I, I saw a study last week, and I have this written down here in front of me, um, 13% of kids in Lancaster County that were polled and I forget exactly how many were asked, but 13% were worried about money that the food would run out before they had enough money to buy more food. And 7% of those same kids that were surveyed skipped meals at some point due to lack of food and lack of money to buy food. And that, that's food insecurity in a nutshell. That's what it is. Uh, and, you know, and, and we're here to help prevent that. How do people get there? It can be a variety of reasons. It can be job loss. It can be, um, you know, some, some kind of an emergency. You know, someone's car dies and they have to buy a new car. It can be something, you know, medical related. You know, there's so many studies out there that show that you know, nearly half the families across the country are one paycheck away from having no money. You know, if, if, some, if they had one emergency, something big came up, they would be out of money. They, they, you know, they don't have the savings to recover. And, and you know, we're helping those families. We're, we're, we're helping the, the ALICE families. And that's an acronym that not a lot of people know. It's, it's been more widely used around here. It's just starting to be used more in Pennsylvania. ALICE stands for Asset Limited Income Constrained Employed. So it's people who have a job but they're struggling to make ends meet. And how do they do that lots of times? Well, they have to pay rent. You know, they have to put gas in the car. They have to put, you know, uh, you know, buy insurance, you know, all those kinds of things. They cut back on food. So we're here to help those families yeah. strip their food dollars 
And, and, and as, as food prices increase, you know, that that's another issue that's going on. Um, we're, we're here to help. And, and, and we, we just want to help get food in the hands of families who need it. Yeah. Um, so a couple things of that. I love, I mean, I, I don't love the acronym Alice. I like the acronym for what it is, but I don't love that it exists. Right. Um, but I want to circle back to the, the food insecurity aspect for our watchers and for our listeners. And I say our listeners in case, Brad, you missed it. This goes out on a podcast about a week or so after today. So uh, I always try to kind of catch the listeners up to what's happening on screen. But think about, I mean, food insecurity, as you were describing it, you know, I'm thinking of where we store our food at home, pantries, freezers, you know, et cetera. The, the kinds of folks you're talking about are people that when they go to those areas, they're just bare. It's not, it's not that what's in there is not what I like for tonight. It's, there's just, there might be salt and pepper in there. There might be some taco shells left over from a taco kit. Uh, you know, there might be another type of non-perishable, but that's it, if at all, right? And it's not, it's not a function of choosing and, and like, well, I'm not happy with what I have. It's, I don't have what I don't have. Like, it's just not there. Yeah. Yeah. We, we hear from so many parents who we interact with who are just so thankful that they can have this because otherwise they don't know what they would have and they may have nothing. And, you know, anyone who's a parent can understand how much that rips your heart out to know that, you know, you can't provide food for your kids. Yeah. You, you mentioned you work with nine Lancaster school districts. So this isn't, you know, one, you know, you mentioned the school that it you, you started with. This is not a city thing. It's not a one school thing. It's countywide. Every school district in the county, you're helping kids in those districts, correct? Yes. Uh, you know, there's a real common misconception that, well, A, a lot of people want to put their head in the sand and say there is no hunger problem. I mean, you know, we live in the garden spot of the state, you know, one of the best agricultural areas in, in the world, really. Um, but it does exist. And uh, I mean, a lot of people think it's just an urban problem. It's a city problem. And that is totally inaccurate. Uh, you know, studies have shown Feeding America studies, whether it's, uh, you know, here or Iowa or wherever, that hunger is almost exactly split a third between urban, suburban, and rural areas. You know, people may not think that there are food pantries in, you know, Mannheim Township or places that they think might be more affluent. Uh, there are. You know, there are families there that we're serving. There are food pantries. There are churches helping people. Um, it doesn't matter if you live in down, you know, in, in Holtwood or if you live in E-Town, or if you live in Lancaster City, or you live in Lidditz, there are people struggling with hunger. It is in your neighborhood. It's in your church. It's in school with your kids. Yep. Yeah, I mean, the other thing to not, you know, we, we I love this conversation because I think there's, there's so much power to what you do uh, that can help in so many ways that our watchers and listeners might not know. So when Joan noticed what was going on Monday morning, there's another aspect to what she noticed, and I'm sure she heard of it talking with teachers in the building, but food insecurity leads to, it leads to poor grades. It can lead to discipline issues for kids. And again, it's the, the children can't provide for themselves. Um, but when they're, you know, when a kid's hungry, 
they kind of act out. And a teacher may not have the time to understand that. Teachers, I know, are hard-pressed. There's a lot, of, a lot on the teacher's back today um, to do and affect in their day. But it, it's really important for people to understand that this transcends just food in the belly. It, for kids in school, it's about grades. It's about performance. It's about behavior. Uh, is there anything, like, have you seen, what have you seen in that vein? Have you seen anything you're doing to help in that regard? Yeah, so everything you said is entirely true. Um, you know, if you think about it, you know, if your belly's rumbling, you're not thinking about your times tables or, you know, whatever else you're trying to learn in school. And um, Russell Redding, who's the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture Secretary, a couple of years ago, I was at an event with him and he, he said something that has stayed with me forever. And I've used this. And actually, I told him this about a year ago. Um, so you can have a lot of problems in life, but if you're hungry, you only have one problem. And that's so true. Um, so, so, you know, we're actually in the middle of, I say in the middle, we're in an ongoing research study with Georgetown University. And one thing we're trying to track is to see if power packs is making a difference academically. Uh, so that we can track kids over a number of years and see how they're doing against their peers and how they're doing against kids who may not be getting power packs. And, you know, there are a whole lot of issues there with um, privacy and things like that. Um, and we're, we, we aren't far enough into it now yet to have any definitive results. But I can tell you there anecdotally, I mean, we've been around for 16 years now. So there are kids who have been doing this. And we see kids who have been power packs kids who are in college now. There's, there's, there's someone here in the city and I'm not going to name a name. There's someone here in the city now that it, and it makes, it makes me feel so good that they were a power packs kid. And that person is now the executive director of another nonprofit giving back to the community. And, you know, and, and whether it's a direct result of them having food from power packs, we don't know. But, you know, but hey, it can't hurt. Well, listen, I mean, success in life, whether that's personal success, uh, business success, giving back success, any of those three on their own or combined is all about a series of, of impacts and a series of actions, right? So absolutely kudos to your efforts and, and all those before you at Power Packs. You know, on the school, uh, you know, the school connection, academics, measuring impact, um, one thing that a lot of our, our watchers and listeners may not know is since COVID hit, and correct me if I'm wrong, it was about maybe April of 2020 when the USDA started uh, paying schools to give two meals a day, five days a week, you know, throughout the school week for every child in America. Uh, and I don't know all the particulars of how it runs through the books, so to say, but like your local school district, uh, gets reimbursed in some capacity. I don't know if it's like for the retail price of a lunch and breakfast or for the cost or if it's a, you know, if probably with government, it's a, it's a zone and a region and a table and a chart. And, you know, you got to compare all of it together to get the number, be that as it may. Um, I've been imploring our school district to really dig into that gift because it is a gift for the schools, for the community. Because if it has impact, I'm a believer it should continue. 
you know, now if it sometimes you can't always quantify things like you shared anecdotally, but you know, do you see that as a stacking benefit to what you're doing now? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's all about feeding kids. It's, it's all about getting them the nutrition they need and, and, and feeding kids and filling bellies is one thing, but it's about giving them nutrition too. It's about giving them the right food. And, and we are very health conscious. You know, we, we, we pride ourselves on providing healthy meals and nutritious food. There's something fresh every week for families. Uh, this week, they're getting fresh sweet potatoes to go with part of their holiday meal. Um, you know, so they might get last week. It was green peppers as part of the recipe that we gave them. It might be green beans. It might be onions. It might be carrots, you know, whatever. Um, and, and school lunches and breakfasts are so it's just so incredibly important to do that for kids. It's right there for them. And, you know, we've all heard the horror stories of of kids who haven't paid their account for their, their school meals. And the stigma that is around that and everything. And it's like, you know, just get it to kids. You know, it helps them grow and develop and thrive and, and become more active and, and better students and then better people when they, they get older. You know, we're, we're an affluent enough country that we can do that. Don't let kids go hungry no matter what. Just give it to them. So, Brad, talking about the food that you provide, where does the food come from? Do you have organizations that provide it? Um, uh, community donations. How are you getting uh, the food you provide? So the the vast majority of the food we get comes from Central Pennsylvania Food Bank. Uh, if, if people aren't familiar with them, they are a large regional Feeding America food bank based in Harrisburg. They serve 27 counties. Uh, we get they give us a, a grant every year to offset the cost, and it's you know it's just basically we spend down the grant they give us. Uh, we get food from CAP here in the city as well. Uh, we get food from Blessings of Hope. Um, we get food from a variety of sources. We get food donated to us for people doing food drives. Um, you know, every little bit helps. And while they can't give us, lots of times people can't give us enormous amounts. Um, for instance, last last weekend, Mannheim Township Cross Country Team did a food drive for us. They backed their truck into the, our warehouse. I'm pointing, I'm sorry, it's right here beside me. Uh and unloaded their truck with a thousand pounds of peanut butter, canned tuna, and canned chicken, all protein for families. Every they've been doing this for years now. Every year it grows. Last year it was about six, seven hundred pounds. This year it was a half a ton of food that people donated for us. All of that adds up, and 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 that's how we get it. And we do purchase food. A lot of the fresh produce we purchase because we want the highest quality we can get, and because we deal in such large numbers. Lots of times we can't get enough of a donation of something to give it to all the families. And we need to give everyone the same thing because of the recipes. Uh, so we'll purchase produce and that comes from donations we get. You know, there are so many companies and individuals who donate to us that make it possible for us to do what we do. They're investing in their community by investing in power packs. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you, uh, you mentioned, uh, Alice, right? So I grew up in an Alice family. Um, and you talked about the stigma of unpaid lunch account balances. I lived that too. You know, I, I had the meal tickets, uh, but the free and reduced subsidized lunch tickets were a different color. 
And, you know, so I'm there in the lunch line holding my, I think it was yellow and the regular price lunch tickets were blue. Let's just say, and I'm looking at this after a week or two, I mean, I'm 14 and I'm saying, this stinks. I don't like this feeling at all. So I actually went and got a job washing dishes at Zen's Diner in Denver just so I could pay for my own school lunch because it, when you talk about this acronym of Alice, it's not, it's not that people are lazy. It's they need some, a hand up. You know, I'll take that from Lena off the streets. Uh, they use that phrase a lot. It's about a hand up, not a handout. Because uh, their whole thing is we find people that just need that that injection of opportunity to get into a, a home and then they can sustain from there. Yeah, that's and that's, you know, we like I said, we try to offer them that hand up as well, whether they need it for a week or a month or whatever. We, you know, we, we live by the old proverb of if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. If you teach a man a fish to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. And we're trying to p- teach people how to, to you know, prepare those healthy meals and make healthier food choices and eat better for the rest of their lives. Yep. Yeah. So Brad, there's some, some obvious needs that you have at power packs. Um, what, how can the community best help power packs? How can we help um, anybody that's listening? How, what are the types of things that power packs could use? Well, you know, there, there, there are three things really that, that help some point someone help power packs. Uh, number one, People can volunteer. You know, we can always use volunteers, whether they're coming to the warehouse to pack boxes. Um, we have volunteers who drive to deliver the, 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 the food to the schools. So we can always use someone who's a driver. And, you know, that, that might take a half an hour and maybe even an hour of your time, maybe not even that, once a week. Um, or even if you want to come in, if you don't want to do that, if you want to help us with administrative work. Help us with filing, help us with, you know, data entry, you know, all those kinds of things. We can always use volunteers. Um, Number two, I just talked about food drives. You know, do a food drive. If you want to collect something for us, um, I mentioned, you know, collecting protein like peanut butter or canned tuna. We just had a company do a collection for us of spices. Spices are really hard to come by for us. And, you know, we want to provide a, a, a meal that has, you know, that's just not bland. We want it to be good for people. So whether it's cinnamon or oregano, you know, or whatever, um, something like that that people don't think of. And, of course, thirdly, um, you know, we, we can always use financial donations. You know, we need to keep the lights on. We need to keep food coming in and out of the door. We have costs just like every other company. Um you know, our food prices are going up too when we purchase food, just like everyone else is seeing at the grocery store. Um, so, you know, a financial contribution will go a long way to helping us as well. Yeah, I implore, uh, it's been a theme here. Um, if you're unable to donate financially, donate with your time. And, you know, Chris, our producer, was scrolling through your site. And we'll get the, uh, Chris, maybe we'll, if you want to bring up those videos we talked about in the green room before we went live, we'll have Brad talk about their facilities and everything. But think about volunteering and and it looks like on the site, there's a form with multiple things you can choose to do. You highlighted them. Uh, 
I'm positive if you really feel committed about this, there's there's a place for you. Uh, Brad, I'm sure you'll never turn away a volunteer. You'll find a you'll find a spot for them. Is that right? Yes. And, and I, I will say we are so incredibly blessed to have some just dedicated volunteers who come in week in, week out. Um, we, you know, I said we did 400,000 meals last year. We're a staff of six. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. We rely on our volunteers. Uh, and of those six, we have three full-time, three part-time. So as you can understand, volunteers are what makes it happen for us. Every, every bit of food that goes out the door from us is packed by a volunteer. Uh, so we, we truly cannot do what we do without our volunteers. And if you want to come in as an individual, if you want to come in as a, a, a like a work group, it's a great team building exercise. You know, and most of our volunteer hours are during the day. But if you want to do a weekend, if you want to do an evening, we will make that happen for you. We, we want to introduce you to Power Packs and let you learn about what we do from the ground up. I love the team aspect. Maybe we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll find a way to do that for the gardeners team. I think um, you've got uh, two fans here. Maybe they've been fans before. Maybe we, I would hope we did some good by introducing power packs to them. Takesha and Abigail, we like, I've been seeing your comments come in. Uh, love the fact that you're paying attention and tuning in Um please go to that volunteer forum and, and make that change happen that you feel compelled to do. That's great. Um, there was, Oh, you, you talked about the food drive thing. Uh, I want to challenge our listeners and our watchers, you know, what if going to every one of your child's games, you just put out as to the parent group, you know, anymore, all of kids sports have, you know, uh, my son's on a team team app. It's called, so all the parents can connect and the kids. And what if you put out on that channel, hey, I'm going to do a food drive for Power Packs. And you listed out cans of tuna, peanut butter. I forget the other one the Mannheim Township folks did for you. It was There were three can, things. Canned chicken, canned tuna, and peanut butter. Yeah. I mean, what, what if it was as simple as that? You brought one of those reusable shopping bags with you. And, you know, you did that for the, your kids' winter sports schedule. Um my guess is at about 20 pounds of food collected a game times 10 games, uh, that'd be 200 pounds of food, which that's a nice little donation. Now, if everybody did it, this is how we make an impact mm -hmm. in our community. A whole bunch of small compounding positive efforts. Um, so maybe throughout the holidays, you can, uh, in that spirit of giving and gratitude, we can add that in. I would love to have that happen. Yeah, it, it all adds up. And while we give huge quantities of food out, you know, we, we get a lot of times what we call extras. So, for instance, like this past summer, this was a great growing season for everyone locally. So we had people bringing us in tomatoes and green beans and peppers and zucchini and cucumbers and sweet corn. Not enough for 900 families. So we have the capability of sending a text message out to all the families we're serving and saying, hey, we have this. It's at our warehouse. If you if you can come get it, come and get it. So, you know, if you can give us anything that people can 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 use, we can get it into their hands, even if it can't be part of a, you know, a bigger distribution that we do. Yeah. 
Yeah, very nice. Um, well, we're going to make a donation to Power Packs as uh, you know, part of our mission here, I guess, at Lancaster mm -hmm. Connects. So we're going to send a five hundred dollar donation to uh, to Power Packs for joining us and and giving us your time because I know, geez, with it, I'm guessing you're one of the three full-time people so here we are taking an hour an hour or so away from your day but uh it's not just that it's it's we it's such a great great thing for our community and and we're happy to uh to give back to it well i i appreciate that your generosity is greatly appreciated um you know, I, I, I'll, I'll leave you with one thing I, I like to use this quote because this really epitomizes who we are and what we're doing but there's a great quote from mother Teresa. It says, as one person, I cannot change the world, but I can change the world of one person. And, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to change the world really one meal at a time, one person at a time. And if we can you know, make, the, make it a true impact on one child's life by giving them some nutrition and helping their life be better and do better in school and all those things, well, then... As you guys talked about earlier, when my head hits the pillow at night, I, I feel pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing yeah. work. It really is. It is. Well, Brad, thank you for joining us. We're going to put you in the backstage again. We're going to um, talk about a couple things going on here at the store, and then we'll bring you back on for our uh, connection cocktail. Can't leave just yet. All right. So it's uh, end of the year. We've got um, some cleaning up that we've done. It's inventory time. So we want to clean out all the corners of things that might gather throughout the year. So I actually just moved some pillows around. So we've got some great buy one, get one free pillow deals. We continue to have uh, wake up happy comfort exchanges, some floor models, uh, things that might come in with a little bit of damage. Great opportunity. Ben talked about guest bedrooms. Mm -hmm. Great opportunity to uh, get that nicer mattress for the guests that you want to keep around, uh, but you might spend on them like you don't want them there at all. <laughs> so, so, uh, so there, there, there's some of the stacks right there. But uh, we've got those kinds of things. And I say that in jest. You should always, if you're going to welcome them into your home, you should welcome them in for as long as they need. But. Um, Those stacks got a little shorter this weekend. They did. They with got the, a little, with the Dream Team with the, the sales. I was going to say so. dynamic duo, okay. but yes, yeah, yeah, I'll take Dream yeah, Team. Yeah, whatever, you know. Dream Team for an Eagles fan is like the, oh, those are words okay. that give us some traumatic stress. Issues. See, when I think of Dream Team, that's the 1992 U.S. Men's Basketball Team. That's sure. the Dream Team. Sure, but uh, but yeah, end of year clearance. We've got some really great deals. Um, to help out if it is time to look at those guest bedroom beds or give a gift uh, for somebody that's hard to shop for. We do gift certificates and gift cards and can uh, can make that special for the person you might give it to. But uh, let's, um, oh, one last reminder, rather, uh, comments get you into the prize later. We're gonna give away two gift cards and you can come get your prize here. Um, just come visit us during normal store hours. You'll pick your gift card from the prize bowl and uh, for a restaurant you like. We've got restaurants all over the place so that we've got gift cards too. So uh, Brad, we're going to bring Brad back on for the famous, Lancaster famous. Deeply personal. Yeah, Brad's wondering, oh boy, what, what did I get myself into? The Connection Cocktail. 
So connection cocktail needs a sound effect as well. Well, that's a that's a new year. That's a new year. It's a new year thing. Uh, so, Brad, welcome back on. I know it was a little brief respite you had there. Um, your favorite annual event that you go to? Um, really, probably the biggest thing for me is uh, the day of extraordinary give. I figured you would uh, say that. that. You know, I great. love yeah. the events. Now, the last couple of years, things have been different, obviously, but there are so many different things going on that night. Um, you know, obviously, it's a big day for the nonprofit community, Power Packs included, but it's great being able to network with people. And then set the, you know, and I'll say a close second is the first Fridays in the city, being able to go, you know, it, you know, food trucks and in and out of the galleries and all the different places, just really enjoy doing that, getting into the city, you know, talking to people and, and seeing what, what is new and exciting and creative going on in the city. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Question two is a two-parter. Are you a Lancaster lifer? I am not. You're not. Okay. How long have you been in Lancaster? Uh, about 30 years. 30 years. Okay. So are you a Turkey Hill guy, a Sheets guy, or a Wawa guy? Uh, I am a Turkey Hill guy. Turkey Hill guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I grew up more like in the kind of the Sheets <laughs> Where sheets started in, okay. in yeah. north. That's why I asked the first part. Bit. I'm right. very much a Turkey Hill guy. Is it the coffee, the tea, or the ice cream? It's the ice cream, without a doubt. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Favorite flavor? Um, the, the 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 salted caramel that they have now is I wasn't incredible. There's and, the and I, I think there's two. Week. I think there's two containers of it in my freezer at home right now. Oh gosh! <laughs> nice. <laughs> And uh, so when you do have those guests in, um, it seems like it's a plant question for all the guest bedroom mattresses, but, but it really isn't uh, that we've talked about. Uh, when you do have guests into town, um, uh, family or friends that come in, what what part of Lancaster do you impart upon them? Usually it seems like we head to Lidditz. Um, yep. you know, great restaurants, you know, lots to do there, especially, you know, different times of year, the ice, ice sculptures sometimes. Uh, the Wolf Sanctuary, which is just outside of Lutz, is an incredible place to go if no one's ever been there. We we had the Wolf Sanctuary on, and we actually had a live howling. Oh. <laughs> we worked that out. <laughs> nice. I, I was uh, – I, the one time I was there recently, well, it was back this summer, was a full moon tour. And oh, to wow. hear all the wolves going at once was just – it was awesome. I still have the recording on my phone. It was awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, very neat. Very well, neat. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for playing along with the Connection yeah, Cocktail. Glad to do it. And thanks for being a guest on the Lancaster Connects podcast, Brad. Jeff yeah. and thank yeah. you very much for having me. Really appreciate your support. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, Merry Christmas to you, all your volunteers. Um, thank you for joining us. We're going to uh, pick the winner here shortly um, for this week's two gift card prizes. Before we do that, if you want to be a guest on the show, go to LancasterConnects.com forward slash guest and uh, fill out the form and we'll reach out and get you on the show. Again, we're looking for small businesses, small charities that are kind of you know fighting the bigger, 
the bigger, more well-heeled competition. We like to talk about what makes our community really special. Uh, but fill out that form and we'll get you on here in the future. Uh, again, you can find the show on YouTube and on Facebook, both on the Gardeners Mattress and More channel and on uh, the Lancaster Connects channel and even on LinkedIn uh, at mm-hmm. times. You'll get it on LinkedIn. So, and your favorite audio podcast. That's great. So just search Lancaster Connects in your podcast player and uh, we'll become your favorite audio podcast. It's not on a podcast. It's on a player. You search the podcast and then you play it. There we go. See, if it's not in the script. I mess it up. <laughs> anyway, prize a later time. The last prize a later for our... Wind it up. Uh, 2021. We get a lot of comments this, this episode. We got some good ones. Yeah, let's, let's see if... Uh, I, I see. All right. So we're going to spin it again. So here's why this happens. And I figured out why this isn't, this isn't the producer. This isn't <laughs> us. I figured out why contest law says you, there we go. Congratulations to Keisha. So contest law says you can't, you know, rightfully so you can't discriminate. No, no, no purchase necessary or anything. Can't remove entries. Right. Yeah. So if StreamYard, which is the company we use were to do that, like if they were to say, Hey, take out gardeners, take out, that would that would remove the controls that Streamyard has uh, to affect a legal contest, yep. and we're in there because we sometimes like the post and we're posting right. comments. It's and all like links and, and whatnot. It's all metaverse algorithm bot generated. All right. We need one more winner. We do need. Congratulations to Keisha. Spit it again. Right. So that's the explanation of the prize later, um, and that's you know that's that. Um, and see, of course, I now it makes sense. Um, you come to Gardeners Mattress some more to pick up your prize. <laughs> That's what that meant. But yes, congratulations to Keisha. <laughs> All right, and congratulations, good. Abigail. Well done. So, ladies, you may uh, visit uh, here anytime we're open seven days a week. Although, pay attention to hit us up on Google for the hours. Close Christmas Eve and close Christmas. Yeah, we're close Christmas Eve, close Christmas. We'll be closed early New Year's Eve and close Christmas or New Year's Day. But just Google it up and you'll see our hours. And come on in anytime we're open. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Jeff. Merry Christmas, man. It's been a great year. I know it's been a challenging year uh, for most everybody, uh, but we truly are a blessed uh, nation, a blessed society, a blessed community. In light of all of the struggles, uh, we can uh, lock arms and, and kind of circle the wagons and help each other out. That's why we do this show, bring you great people like Brad and all the other great people we've had on Looking forward ahead to next year. Going to do even more with this show. And uh, just really hope you have a wonderful Christmas and enjoy that time with your family and with your friends. I can't say anything else that would add to it. There we go. That's a wrap. That's it. 